Welcome to Encountering Empowerment. I'm your host, Victoria Jocko, here to help you feel certain about your worth. When you know you're enough, your power is uncontainable, and I'm here to help you unleash it. All of you is acceptable here. You're good, you're bad, and everything in between. It's time for you to see it too. Hello, hello. I hope you are doing well. I did not record a podcast episode last week. I've been a little bit lenient on myself lately with content creation of all kinds. And, um, well, not lenient. I've just been allowing myself to do whatever the fuck I want, as per usual. Um, <laughs> last week, I went to a concert and I was like gone for most of the week and it was so much fun. I had a great time. If you don't go to live shows, I've met people recently who've told me they've never been to a concert in their in their life and they're like a full grown adult. Um, or they've been to very few. Go to fucking shows, guys. I don't know what y'all are doing. Live your lives. Live your best lives. Okay? Go to some shows. Anyway, today I want to talk with you about something I have been thinking about so much. I've been thinking about it for months. Um and it's something that I feel is super pervasive. I mean, it's just it's just patriarchy, really. When we really boil it down, it's just patriarchy. Um, but this is something that is just, it's super pervasive. And we don't really notice it because we're in the self-help, healing, personal development realm, right? And that is this general idea, vibe, energy that I get when we're talking about the attachment styles. There's this, and I've personally felt it, okay? There's this like shame surrounding being like an anxiously attached person. And there's this like level of acceptance for people who are avoidance or the disorganized attachment. And I actually, as I'm talking about this, I saw a TikTok um, where someone was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a disorganized attachment or whatever. Disorganized avoidant. I can't remember what they said. Something to do with avoidance. And they're like, this is how I deal with it. And then the next cut was them walking out the door. And it had all these views and likes. And people were like, ha ha ha. Oh, it's so fucking funny. But it's like, have you ever actually, like, dealt with someone who does that? Like, can you empathize with the other person for a fucking second? Oh, my God. Because, like, it is so hurtful to want connection and to want to, you know if you're like fighting with someone to want to resolve things to to want to be with them and for them to completely ignore you and walk away is really hurtful and yet i think we see it as this more emotionally mature response like oh i'm just going to walk away and take time for me i have really good boundaries like no bitch you are feeling anxious about something and you're like knee-jerk response is to dip out and while that can be healthy 
it's not when you don't fucking communicate it, when you just ghost people. And that's what avoidance, that's what avoidance do. They just ghost. My ex did that shit to me all the fucking time and it sucked. And it's ultimately what like ruined our relationship in the end because I like could not deal with just being ghosted in the middle of, you know, something where the emotions are high. I don't want to say it was like an argument, but like we were having a problem, you know, and they would just not say anything about it, not say that they needed space. They would just turn off their red receipts. We were long distance, turn off their red receipts, um, and not speak to me for hours. So that shit sucks. And I don't, I'm sick of it being like normalized and put on a pedestal that walking away and not talking and ending the conversation and like all of this shit is just us setting good boundaries. We're just being healthy and taking care of ourselves. No, you're fucking not. And it really comes down to awareness, right? Of like, what is my pattern? Because for, for, for a lot of us, including avoidant people, setting boundaries and taking time for yourself so you can calm down and regulate your nervous system is healthy. Like, that's a fine thing to do. The problem comes from when it is a... Like, you're doing it in an unhealthy way. You're not communicating first. And you're doing it as, like, this response to to soothe. And, like, that's not necessarily a problem either. But the same way that with anxiously attached people, right? Because, like, we want to grasp and cling. And we, we, we need their validation. We need them to tell us that, like, we're loved and safe, Right? That knee-jerk response is valid, and also it's something that we need to work on, right? Because, like, typically, we're not getting what we need. So we do need to learn how to self-soothe. We do need to learn how to regulate our own nervous system without trying to cling on to someone. And I also want to, just as, like, a caveat here, clinging on to someone, I don't think is a bad thing. I think it's a matter of if they are filling up your cup if when you reach out to them are they doing what you need are they actually providing the safety and warmth and validation that you're craving because if they're not you're just hurting yourself and we don't want to do that so there's like a balance right and it's the same thing for avoidant people i think that it's totally valid and fair that they need to take time for themselves doing that without communicating anything or doing it in a way that's like uncaring of the person in front of you is fucked up the same way that an anxious person who uh an anxiously attached person i I should say because both sides are feeling anxiety um if their if their partner was like hey i need time for myself and they were like no you know, and like, they just got aggressive and angry. Like that's also fucked up. Like there needs to be, I I think 
this is the problem. The problem is that <laughs> like how do I say this? The problem is not having empathy for the person in front of you. And I see that more so with like avoidant people where they just like it seems like they just don't care that the other person needs like attention and they just like go off and they call it setting a boundary and it's like well this if this is your pattern you're not really setting a boundary you're just like going along with the pattern and I saw this with my ex a ton where it was like I was was constantly working on mine my my shit and like they were just doing whatever the like they were just continuing their own pattern and it just felt like really hurtful like and i didn't really notice it until after the fact so looking back i'm like that was fucked up and it makes me feel really unloved <laughs> even more so you know um and so but like this is just like the common thing that i see this common vibe of like yeah avoidant people don't need to work on themselves they're actually more securely attached and that's bullshit they're not they are having just as much anxiety as the anxiously attached person they're just dealing with it in a way that's socially acceptable and it's actually super patriarchal we are constantly told that we should be stoic and that we shouldn't be emotional and that we shouldn't need things from people and that independence is the fucking holy grail of life and it's such a man thing it is such a masculine type of energy trait whatever you want to call it it is patriarchal as fuck and this happens so much within personal development and healing spaces and it pisses me off guys it's so fucking annoying if you haven't heard me talk about new age spirituality this is it right here we until we look at like the roots of our social conditioning we will just continue to perpetuate it in whatever whatever road we take we will perpetuate those social conditionings until we question them and so i think what i want to get across here today besides the fact that this is just annoying <laughs> to bring awareness to it i think i really want to challenge you to question what it is that you see as like morally good for yourself particularly when it comes to your feelings and relationships if you feel ashamed of yourself for needing someone to tell you that they love you and that you're safe and doing it in a way that is warm and natural and compassionate and real why why do you feel ashamed for that? That sounds like the bare fucking minimum to me. And I've I've had conversations about this with my friends because I like the things that feel like squishy and raw for me are things like that are just so fucking basic. Like my friends are always like, you're not asking too much. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But <laughs> I still feel like shame for it because i ha i like everyone else have been given this narrative that i shouldn't need anything i should just be able to get that for myself hello i should be independent <laughs> i 
<laughs> it's such fucking crap. We're not, we're literally not designed to be independent. We are designed as a communal social species. That's just how we are. Like this is, the, that is history, you know? And the more independence that we have had, we've seen an, a skyrocket in loneliness, in, you know, suicide as well, right? And I think we're just at this, like, really peak, like, this the this heightened place of, like, yes, independence. And no, okay, we don't need to keep doing this. And but again, it's like perpetuated in these spaces where we're trying to heal. And like, I think again, there's there's a balance. Like there's nuance to this, okay, with everything. There's a balance between self-soothing and also reaching out. Like, yes, you do need to feel okay with yourself and you do need to learn those skills of self-regulation. And you need other people who are there to support you. It's not one or the other. And <clears throat> this like push towards just being independent is really just a response to us not getting our needs met. It's a response to us not feeling supported, whether it's in childhood or romantic relationships, whatever. It makes sense. Like I get it. I was there for sure. But that's not the actual answer. Being solely independent and caring for all of your emotional needs on your own, like that's not gonna, it's not sustainable and it's not the answer to the problem. The answer to the problem is and. It's both. It's I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to feel confident and empowered in who I am and I am going to trust other people to care for my emotions and care for me and to not hurt me when I'm my most vulnerable. And that's not a large ask. That's literally just fucking being a decent person. <laughs> like The bar is low, my friends. <laughs> for real. Like, every time I have these conversations where I'm like, I'm like crying and I'm like, oh, I just... I just want someone there that's like gonna love me. My friends are just like you deserve that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You do. <laughs> you 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 want someone to love you? Sounds reasonable. <laughs> so ridiculous. <sighs> okay. So <clears throat> Takeaways. I want you to, or I encourage you. No, I want you to do this, bitch. <laughs> Seriously, though. I am encouraging you to start questioning what it is that you feel ashamed of with your feelings in particular. I think that that's something we don't talk about a lot. That, like, the things that typically we're most ashamed of aren't, like, like, they're just our feelings. Like, we feel ashamed that we want someone to love us. Or, like, our wants and needs, too, right? We feel ashamed of, like, feeling anxious about this thing. Like, it's just stupid, okay? So, I want you to start questioning what it is you feel ashamed of. Why you feel ashamed of that thing. And come up with 
a list of reasons of why it's actually okay. Why is it okay to be anxious about your relationship? Why is it okay to want this specific thing in a relationship? Why is it okay that your body looks the way it does? How could it be okay? Come up with a billion reasons. You don't actually have to do a billion, but a lot of them. And find the ones that feel kind of true. Okay? So, like, an example of this is what I just said about, like, my friends, right? Where I feel ashamed that I need someone and want someone who sees me and knows me and loves me and is like very proactive in the way that they show their love. I didn't tell you guys all that before, but I'm telling you now (laughs) that that is like a lot of what I cry about. Okay. If you want an inside scoop into my brain. Um, So how can I find acceptance for that? Well, if this was a friend of mine saying this to me, I'd be like, dude, of course that's what you want. Of course that's okay to want that. There's absolutely nothing wrong. Like sometimes just shifting the perspective of like, if my best friend was saying this to me that they were ashamed of X, Y, Z, what would I say to them? That's how you find acceptance. It's one of the ways. Okay. So Come up with reasons why it's okay to want the thing, to feel the thing, to whatever the thing that is you're ashamed of, okay? I also want one of your takeaways to be to question the narratives that you're getting within, like, self-development spaces. If they make you feel like your butthole's clenching... (laughs) Or like this immediate shame response. You're like, oh no, I'm doing something wrong. Or, oh no, I need to work on myself more. Fuck that shit. That is a perfect example that whatever it is that they're saying is not for you. It's bullshit. It's probably upholding patriarchy. Let's not do that. Instead, look for things that inspire you. Look for things where you're like, oh my god, yes. Yes, I want to embody more of that. Not, oh no, there's something wrong with me. I need to change. Very different energies. One is expansive. One is contracting. Okay, we want the expansive one. I feel like that might be it for my takeaways that I've, I mean, you could obviously you have your own takeaways, but I feel like those are like the two key messages that I have for you guys today. Um. Because they're really important. It's really important to question the kinds of things that we're consuming, like the content that we're consuming. And it's also incredibly important to start de-shaming yourself. To start finding acceptance for the things that you feel most ashamed of. There's nothing wrong with how you feel. There's nothing wrong with what you want and need. It's just about, number one, accepting that this is a part of you and 
finding people who are compatible with that and holding on to hope that that is a reality for you. And if you want to do all of this stuff with me, if you just want to take it a little bit deeper, um, there's a link in the show notes. Schedule a consultation with me. It's free. We talk about what it is that you want to the word that was going to come to me was like work on, but like, yeah, what do you want to work on? What do you want to accomplish for yourself? What do you want to let go of shame around? Having a coach is literally the best fucking thing that you could ever do for yourself with that. Seriously. Having someone sitting in front of you who gives a shit and who can be a sounding board for you and who can see through like the narratives that you're telling yourself and hold space for you and like be compassionate is seriously fucking life-changing. I don't know what I would do without my coach. My coach is my favorite person on earth. He is phenomenal. And I feel like everyone should have someone like that in their life where you can like talk about all your wins and talk about like the things that are really vulnerable and squishy and have someone sit there and be like yeah I can see why you would feel that way and let's find something that is more useful more empowering right having another brain there and especially someone who like knows what they're doing (laughs) is transformative it is so fucking good all right So if you like me, (laughs) because I think that's a really important thing when you're, when you're seeking out a coach, a therapist, whoever, like them. All right. Like who they are, like what they say. Obviously, if you're listening to you, you probably do. But like, if you like me, if you like my work, if you like what I say and how I say it, I will likely be a good fit for you. And the consultation is a really great way to figure that out as well. So to do that, you can message me on socials or you can go to the show notes and uh, schedule a free consultation. There's like a link in there. All right. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Hey. If you're ready to feel a sense of inner safety, security, and certainty, come work with me. I'll teach you how to accept yourself using my empowerment process so that you can become the confident, powerful, bad bitch you are. Go to the link in the show notes and schedule our first date where we'll chat about your goals, get to know each other, and come up with an amazing action plan to get you to where you want to be. I'll see you there.